This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Meow. If you didn't stop listening after the last couple of episodes, welcome back to Everybody Wants to Be a Cat. I'm Jess. I'm Dom. And we just found out that a nine-year-old listens to this podcast, so we'll clean it up, Bailey. I'm so sorry. I don't think we can make any promises, Bailey and Bailey's mum, but... uh, But God bless you. Thank you so much for getting in touch and sending us a message about you and your lovely kitty. Your beautiful cat. So beautiful. Um, So Bailey's given us some inspiration for the uh, the episode this week, so we'll get to... As Dom will chat through that. Oh, yeah. Um, As always, we have things to talk about, and those things are... Cats. Cats, yeah. Yeah. Cats, right. Cats. Though Dom and I did have a very stunning interaction with a dog in the elevator before. Such a good dog. Welcome to Fluff and Papa Podcast, everyone. There was a dog in the elevator. Yeah, I feel like cats are more interesting to talk about. I feel like I would run out of things to talk about about dogs. You're saying we don't run out of things to talk about with cats? Um, That hasn't happened yet? that, That was a great segue, Dom. I'm so good at this. I have a... Russian city that's installed a traffic light. You have the where, where you have a Russian wow, that you, that's your. And I'm also going to talk about Goose, Captain Marvel's cat, yep, and topical. what are you going to be talking about? I am going to be talking about a breed of cat this week. We'll keep that as a little secret for later on. Ooh, intrigue! I love it. And then we'll also have Insta Cat of the Week and as Best always. Friends Feline Cat of the Week as always. So much content. Um. Okay. So let's start off with. Calvin went to – Calvin is Dom's cat. Calvin is Dom's cat and Calvin went to vet. And what happened? Calvin um, – <laughs> Calvin might be getting a little bit chunky according <gasps> to that vet. See, I don't feel like there's anything wrong with that. Uh, well, you know, I don't – right now he's not too – like he's – I think the issue isn't so much that he's fat because he's not actually that fat. It's so much as that he is – like he's an, he's an adult and he's – Gaining weight, like, so just like, is it like, if it continues, you know, it will get to a point where it could become a problem. Right. You know, because he's four and. Because he's stopped growing. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter so much from when they're kittens to yeah, when they're becoming yeah, adults. It's from the age of three and a half to four and a half, he's gained a kilo. Uh, so now he's, he's, uh, he's a 6.4 kilo. Chunky boy. boy. And he is a pretty, he's a big cat. He doesn't, he doesn't actually look big, like. But ginger cat generally are when they're adults aren't they yeah he he's like he is like a like he would be king of the of the colony i reckon because he's a big tough burly boy um but yeah also he was not like he was not he's never happy to get in the carrier he's never happy because i i walk i walk the carrier to the vet because it's like 20 minutes walk away um you walk your cat 
in the, he's in a carrier. I carry his carrier. No, I know, but Jesus Christ, Dom. What? That's so far. To, does he bounce around? Does he meow? Does he get angry? Yeah, he's chill. Weird. I mean, he doesn't like getting in the carrier. I mean, I don't drive, so. No, neither. Yeah. Neither. Like, no, no shade about that, but I'm just impressed that Calvin either hasn't tried to jimmy open the door. He's he's never happy when he gets in there, but then he gets outside and there's all the sights and sounds and he's just quiet and looking around and he's real chill. And then he gets the vets and he's angry again. <laughs> also, it's like the vet you told me. You tricked me. You I didn't, tricked I, me. I didn't, tr- I didn't trick him. Like there's never any other situation in which I put him in the carrier. <laughs> I think that he should have pattern recognition <laughs> at this point. Um, so, Calvin, it's your fault. I'm, bl- I know, I, I'm not usually one to victim blame, but uh, also the vet told me just like, you, like just you know, he's it's not a big deal, but you know, just monitor his portions a bit more, keep an eye and see if he's stealing food from the other cat. Just like, yeah, sure, I will. And then as soon as I got home and let him out of the cage, he just goes and stress eats. Like, <laughs> oh, oh dear, I failed I'm, I'm, as a parent. I'm already messing this up. <laughs> well, we wish Wait. Chunky Boy. Calvin, a less chunky life. Mm, How is extremely slinky boy Toothy going? Toothy boy. Yeah, he is a little boy, isn't he? He's so tiny. He's good. Um, I was worried this afternoon because we obviously obviously Brisbane's had a lot of rain recently, so we've had all the windows in the house shut. Um, And normally, like, anyone who comes home, Toothy goes to the door to greet them. And no toothy this afternoon. I cooked dinner. I'm sitting on the couch watching um, my trashy TV of choice at the moment, which is this stunning TV show called When Calls the Heart. Oh, Man, God. it's stupid, but it's great. Is it like a soap or something? Kind of. A soap set in 1910 in a coal mining town in Canada. There there are Mounties. It's inc- That's incredibly specific. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, no toothy this afternoon. Then I found him curled up on Xanthi's bed. He was just having a sleep. Sleep boy. Sleepy boy. Anyway, let's go on to the content. That was so much chat. That's the most chat we've probably ever had at the top of an episode, but oh well. Yeah. So Jess and I don't <coughs> usually talk, you know. It's all business. We're no, we normally chat. No, Dom and I before were literally both just on tw- Tinder, just like swiping through prospects. Uh, Bailey, don't ask what your mum what Tinder is. Yeah, Bailey. Oh, my, oh, my love. <laughs> <laughs> this is your fault, Jess. <laughs> anyway, so I, when preparing for this podcast, I typed in cats into the news article on Google and this headline grabbed my attention. It says, Russia's cat city installs feline traffic lights. I just, I need to know more <laughs> about this, Jess. Okay. A Russian town known for its love of cats has installed a traffic light featuring the furry creatures instead of the traditional walking man. Zelengradsk. 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 Located. (laughs) I mean, I was guessing, but you still got it more wrong than me for. Zelengradsk. Zelengradsk. Duh. Located in Russia's western exclave of Kaliningrad. Kaliningrad. Kaliningrad has erected a cat statue and. I'm not playing Are a ge- I'm not playing a Russian includer. I'm playing a German. Hey, Jace, we're uh, we're just we just been doing something. Maybe 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 Miss White is uh, is Russian now. Uh, just like <clears throat> anyway, they've erected a cat statue and added a feline to its emblem in a bid to rebrand itself as the country's foremost cat loving community. It hired a cat chief, 
Last fall, to tend to the small seaside town's 70 stray felines, making sure they're adequ- adequately fed and stroked. So this is a human cat sheaf. Yes. Oh, that's disappointing. I was I was thinking of like a cat with a, with a little cat, a hat and a badge. Yeah. Just like. Cat yeah. chief. Uh, photographs posted on the city's community board on Russian social media showed walking and sitting cat shapes when the lights turn green and red. The kids will find it interesting for sure. An unnamed resident told state-run television on Wednesday. Uh, I'm going to say Mikhail Dmitry. Oh, it's so funny. So, yeah, basically instead of like the guy walking and stopping, it's a cat. Innovative. Yeah. Oh, is it Dom's Tinder? No, that was my Twitter. I've been arguing with bad people on the – Oh, let's, no. Let's not get into it. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Dom, take us through your chosen cat breed of the week. Well, my chosen cat breed of the week, but also I believe that this is one of Bailey's cats, That her, well, her favourite cat, one of her favourite cat breeds. It's the Manx cat. Manx cat. Cats. Tell us about the Manx cat. Cats from the Isle of Man. <laughs> Find that very funny, do you, Jess? The Isle of Man. Isle of Man. <laughs> We're such professionals. Okay, the Manx cat. Now, people familiar with the Manx cat, I will know that it is most famous for one particular physical trait, which is that it doesn't have a tail. It's got a little nubby thing where its tail should be. Nubby thing. Little nubby thing. Nubby thing. According to this website that I'm looking at, it's one of the oldest known cat breeds. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. The, I'm just going to start reading. The Manx is a medium-sized cat, but she is stocky and heavily boned. Chunky. Oh, she, she, oh, she, she chunky. Oh, she, <laughs> she, the Manx cat, she dummy thick, yo. The Manx can appear larger than she is, and fanciers may not realise how heavy she can actually be at maturity. That seems like a contradiction. Okay. The Manx is a rounded cat with a round head, round eyes, and round, a roundness at the whisker pads, and a round rump. I just like that sounds. That's, I they, love the the word rump. I just love the wording of that. It's just like like rounder head with the round little eyes and a round whisker pants and a round little nose and a round little paws and, and a round little bottom and everything was round to her and herself and everybody around. <laughs> <laughs> she rounder anyway. God. In the completely tailless manx, your hand will slide right down the rump with no stopping and not feeling any protuberance. These cats are called rumpies. <laughs> what? They're called rumpies, apparently. Not every manx is completely tailless. Some manx are called stumpies. <laughs> what? Others are called rumpy risers because when your hand goes down around the rump, it causes the small tail to rise. As a rumpy riser ages, this little tail may be covered by a fat pad and will no longer rise when you pet it. God, uh, relatable. Some Manx kittens are born with full tails and some are born with short half tails. Hi, Jess. How you going? Did Riley ever break Jess like this? Am I, is this, God, I'm so good at this. I'm so sorry. I just silent laughed for the first time in such a long time. So, oh my god, that was so funny. I'm such a positive influence in your life. <laughs> Personality. <laughs> the Manx is a placid sweet cat. She never seems to get too upset about anything. She is a loving companion and adores being with people. People like using female pronouns for cats, I've noticed. 
just common to use he, him for dogs and she, her for cats. Living with. Manx must have their nutrition strictly controlled in order to keep them in good condition. They tend to have a wonderful appetite and can become overweight rather quickly. God, there's just so much relatable about this cat. And now to the, in the more interesting part. The Manx is one of the oldest known cat breeds. Many wonderful legends surround the origin of this breed. The most interesting, but also least genetically accurate, is that the Manx was napping when Noah called all of the animals into the ark. What is it with Noah's ark and cats? Isn't, wasn't there was... Is this the same as the the cat breed of the other one with the red tail? It was the, from the from a previous episode. No, that's the tabby cat. They say that the M on their head is being touched by the Virgin Mary. And there was, but, but the one with the red tail that we talked about a few weeks ago was about that it was it that it had like a it had been touched by God in its face, and that's why it had the little dot. And also, but it had a red tail. Oh, Super fans will know the answer to this. Tell us, Bailey. But in this instance, the Manx cat arrived at the Ark just in time, but Noah accidentally closed the door on her tail. Closed the door on its tail. Cutting it off entirely. Far out, Noah. Traumatic. That's animal cruelty. God damn it, Noah. Noah, Noah. Noah. You're (laughs) cancelled. Is that your new favourite thing? Uh, it's not new. I like cancelling people. I mean, saying it's like I don't say it that often, but I've said it a few times tonight before we were recording. Yeah, sorry, 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 Noah. You're a little problematic. You're cancelled. Another legend has it. That you're cancelled. You're cancelled. <laughs> Another legend has it that the breed came from one of the ships of the Spanish Armada that sunk off the coast of the Isle of Man in 1588. That's, I guess, more plausible. The true origin. Oh, here we go. Fine. Okay, fine. Just shatter the illusion. <laughs> Rob me of my innocence. The true origin of the Manx probably has more to do with trading ships that went from Phoenicia to Japan. These sailors may have picked up some Japanese corkscrew-tailed cats on their journey, bringing them back in the ship as mouses, rather than meaning to import a new breed of cat. And that's how it begins. The first, <coughs> Man- the first Manx champion was called Bonhaki. I, d- I don't know what a champion is. Is that like the progenitor, like the first progenitor of like the breed? I guess probably like the like the the original. Yeah, the the original type, I guess. The silver tabby Manx achieved this honour in London around 1900. The Manx has been bred in the United States since the early 1930s, and the fir- that, that's irrelevant. Well, that's the Manx cat. It's from the Isle of Man, and it doesn't have a tail, and it's cute and round. And <laughs> rumpy stumpies. Rumpy stumpy. <laughs> and that's, a rumpy riser. That's those. That's <laughs> that killed me. That. Yeah. Murdered me. Was it the, just the fact that it's called a rumpy and a rumpy riser, or was it my delivery? Or was it like, what, what, can I feel I, like it was I like credit? a sixty, uh, like a, I was about to say sixty thirty, and I was like, that doesn't add up. And the other, the other ten <laughs> is just a little bit of spice in the air, you know, something ineffable. <laughs> Cute. All right. So, podcast producer Zane and Dom have not seen Captain Marvel yet. I have because I have Rub a, I am a nerd and my father is a nerd and we went and saw the movie and it was great. I actually really enjoyed it. And I think, um, and this is what I've said to a few people, I really enjoyed that the movie was pro-cat because I find that a lot of like action movies, if there's going to be like an animal sidekick, it's going to be a dog. Big fan of the John Wick series, uh, can confirm. Hasn't been a cat, but there has been a couple of dogs. A couple of dogs, you know. Things didn't turn out good for one of those little boys. So to cast 
the part of Goose in Captain Marvel, they um, the makers of the movie were meeting different cats, including Ursula Browner's Reggie. We walked into a room full of people and I brought a big plush bed and set it on the table. Reggie hung out on the bed and was chill as any cat could be and the filmmakers saw him embody the character then and there. Okay. <laughs> Captain Marvel earned more than $500 million worldwide in its first week of release, in no small part thanks to Reggie and three fellow felines who steal scenes as the stray who is revealed to be a ferocious alien. Well, spoilers. What? I'm not going to... Jesus, dude. What are you doing? Sorry. I, like, I already knew that and I'm still angry. Like, wow. Did you know that, Zane? Okay, then that's fine. Did you know that, Bailey, or did you just have something stolen <laughs> from you? Anyway... So Goose, who's got his own character poster even before the movie was released, has been singled out by reviewers. Best of all, there is an orange. Best of all, there is an orange cat. That does not what? Never mind. Best of all, there is an orange cat. Oh right, I was just saying it wrong. It's fine. I was putting the emphasis. I'm an actor. It's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah, of course. Don't worry about it. Um, although special effects were involved, the actual animals are on the are on screen a fair amount. But at first, it was going to just be Reggie. Um, after looking at the script and seeing the work that was required, we all decided that it would be good to add a couple more cats to the team. Uh, um, so Browner, who owned Reggie, whose company is called Animals for Hollywood, provides and trains non-human actors for films. In addition to Reggie and another experienced animal actor, Archie. Oh, they're named after. Archie comic character. <laughs> uh, Browner found two more orange tabbies named Gonzo and Rizzo in a nod to the Muppets yeah. at a shelter. I like I like those. Yeah. Aww. And then I found another article. Um, so obviously Goose playing such an integral role in Captain Marvel, it was necessary for different cat for the different cats to come on, you know, different parts of the scene because like some might be better at jumping, some might be better at nah, nah, nah. So some fe- some scenes featuring Goose, like when the cat first meets Nick Fury, were predictably easy to shoot, but others like those involving the scrolls were a different story. So um, <clears throat> the four cats who portrayed Goose, so Rizzo, Gonzo, Archie and Reggie, um, explained that while the cats um, – so Ursula Browner, who – owned all of the cats, explained that while the cats are used to interacting with people that look like humans, actors in makeup and prosthetics as drastic as the scrolls were, sometimes provided them with a bit of difficulty. If a person doesn't exactly look like a person, the animals aren't always sure how to respond to them in the moment. Maybe they're like, mm, it looks like a lizard. I'm going to eat it. I'm going to eat it. Yum, 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 yum. Yeah, it sounds like a cat. So um, Ben Mendelsohn, who plays, who's in Captain Marvel... Uh, was so amazing at getting the cats used to the costume and makeup, though. He showed them how he moved and sounded. And, oh, my God, Ben Mendelsohn love cat, loves cats. I love him even more now. He's so good. Oh, my God. Um, so <laughs> Ursula says, I remember being in the quadjet set in a very tight space and Ben doesn't look anything like a human being in his costume. Reggie was a little unfurled um, and took time and took the time to say, Ben was like, look, let's stop and make sure that the cat is comfortable. They had Reggie sitting on a chair and Ben was sitting in the chair next to him and we let Reggie go to him and explore on his own volition and pretty soon he realised Ben was just like us but he just looked a bit different. I'm so teary at the moment. This is so much. 
So how cool is that? I love that because I remember talking to this um, guy I knew who was a cinematographer on like this Green Queensland film last year and he was talking about the cat actor that they had and I watched the film and I was like, man, I was about to swear but I pulled myself back. Man. And just, yeah, um, that cat is an amazing actor and apparently was just such a diva. So apparently these cats are a little bit easier to work with. But, yeah, so cool. Go and see Captain Marvel. It's great. It's so good. I really enjoyed myself. I mean, I like Marvel films, but obviously having, like, a central female Mm. is really cool. And then the fact that there was a cat in it. My dad kept on leaning over to me in the movie being like, it's a cat. And I was like, I know. Just, just like, just leaning over there, just like, hey, that's the cat. (laughs) I was like, yeah, I know. Pointing at the screen. It's just like, that's Captain Marvel. That's the cat. I like also like to think just like, just cut back to that audition process. I'm just like, oh, we had a process where we auditioned dozens of cats. And I'm just like, think that like Nicolas Cage turned up. Just like, I think I could be the cat. I think I'd be really <laughs> great I could be as the, the cat. One. <laughs> I think I'd be the sexiest cat. What? Nick, what? you need to leave. Nick, you need to go. God, wow. Anyway, moving <laughs> on. So we have our best friend's feline cat of the week, and her name is Anne. Oh my God, Anne? A double N, so she doesn't have an E. Not. Aww. Like Anne of Green Gables. She's like she a Manx cat not having a tail. So bloody tiny. This little moo is so small. So she was born on the 1st of January 2019. She's female, obviously, domestic short hair. She's a little tawdy girl. No. Um, she's, it's 195 to, to adopt her. She's located in Forest Lake in Brisbane. Uh, snuggle scope, she loves to be pet. She's fine with other cats. She's fine with the small puppy that's at her foster home. She's uh, fine with kids as long as they're gentle. So probably you're looking at above like six or seven years old, you know. And her little profile says, hi, my name is Anne and I'm one of five babies in the Persona 5 litter looking for a forever home. Oh, my God. She's named – oh, my God. Sorry. Persona 5 is a video game. So she's named after Anne from the – yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Anyway. (laughs) You're think, freaking out. No, I'm just like I like I just sorry, it's a reference that I'm getting. You get to you get references. So I don't get video game references. So like her name's I guess well in the in the game I think they pronounce her name Arn as well. Anyway. Arn. Whatever. So there's like there's another there's gonna be like another cat called Akira and it's and oh my that's cute. Anyway, I'm sorry. They were rescued from a lot um, they were rescued from a drain at a school with our mum and having grown up to love people. I'm a beautiful tawdy lady who's very soft and sweet. I'm a bit shy at first, but once I get to know you, I will meow for love from you. I love to play a lot, in particular somewhere with you before I crash wherever I am. I will most likely be close or on you as often as I don't like to be alone. I also really like gentle pats. I would best suit a family who will be gentle and patient with me. I will quickly learn to love you and show you lots of love. So if you'd like to arrange to meet Anne, you can go on the Best Friends Feline uh, website. You can look at their heaps of other cats that they've got available to adopt. They've got kittens, they've got kitteens, they've got adults. You can apply to be a foster carer. You can look at their fundraisers. You can help with. Um, you can help by donating on their PayPal and their Last Litter program. So go check it out. It's a great time. There's cats. What more do you want? What more do you want? All right, Dom. Who's the Instacat of the week? Instacat of the week. Meow meow meow. Meow meow meow. The Instacat of the week. A little bit cranky, a little bit of a cranky cat. It's Merlin the Mad Ragdoll. Merlin! Distinctive for Merlin's uh, constant, indignant, furious facial expression, or at least that's how it reads to our human eyes. Seems to be a perfectly nice, normal ragdoll. 
But he's mad ju- boy. But just as like the shape of Mal- Merlin's face makes it look like he's just so angry that you're like, what? what how dare you? What you 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 stand in my presence? How very dare you? His uh his his uh Instagram bio just says, "Don't look at me." <laughs> and uh, that's the vibe you get. Seems like a real a real nice chill cat until. Fixes you with his glare. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Is ragdoll, but he looks angry. What more do you want? Go and check him out on Instagram. Cat. Merlin the ragdoll. Merlin the ragdoll. So, so Bailey reached out to us through email, and you can too at everybody wants to be a cat at gmail.com. You can contact us on Facebook. Check out all my amazing cat videos that I've been posting lately. So good. So good. So Send good. us a message. Tell us about your kitties that we can feature them on this podcast and talk about them. And if you have any cat-related things. Stuff. Send them to us. We yeah. like to talk about it. Just cat stuff. Give us some stuff to talk about, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for joining us. Yeah. This is a very low-key ending all of a sudden. Well. Oh, yeah. What do you want me to say? Beep, beep. There we go. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening. Bye. Meow. Meow. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.